you won't win. Hello, and welcome to another episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. Guys, I'm here around the table with Bayagram, Ben Gore, Felix, and Halrod, and they are the saviors of Undercliff. However, whilst doing so, watching Delnak escape after he had battered Arden Cassian down to a pulp, the party decided that he was too dangerous to let go, and therefore did everything in their power to stop that from happening. So we cut in now to the city streets or the village streets of Undercliff. You watch as the rain stops almost as immediately as it started. You watch as the thunderclouds begin to roll away, but the night sky remains. As it does so, the moon backlights Delnak the Outcast, rising 30 feet above the air, his golden arm glistening in the light that is there, green crackling energy coming from his eyes and his hands. The four of you standing in your various positions, after just telling him that there is something to the south that he should question, he turns towards you and charges his hands. He looks to you all and says, if you have anybody that you pray to, or anyone that you wish to say any last words to, don't bother. They won't hear you today. Ben Gore's turn first. I am going to look at Dalnek and say, I pray to no one. I'm going to take out my longbow and fire at him. So as you wheel your way around saying this as you do, you load up your longbow, pierce your arrow, and let it loose. Roll your attack. 25. Hit. 25. Two hit. Is eight, and three is five. You watch as your arrows fly through the night. As they begin to head towards Delnak, you watch from the tip of the barb all the way to the fletching. As it gets closer and closer to Delnak, they disintegrate. they need to be magical. Can I <laughs> get back into cover and hide me next to Halrod again? You do, and as you do, Halrod, you're looking at him asking with your eyes how it went. You can see that it didn't go well. It, uh, uh, my arrows disintegrated before I even got close to him. I'll give it a shot. I can't even attack him with normal arrows. It's at that point you watch as you hear a green crackling lightning storm in your vicinity. You watch as Delnak slowly begins to move forward, hands outstretched. As this green crackling energy moves around his hands, he holds them up. And as he does so, you watch from his fingertips this dome begin to form around you all. Mm. Shit. He says, Now this is our little party. I wouldn't want any of you leaving early now, would I? He casts Wall of Force. 
You watch as this wall of force begins to move over you. And as it does so, Beagram, you fear the worst, having heard that escape is not an option. But then you watch as the wall of force falls shallow of you. You realize that Delnak doesn't see you. As you look around the corner and peer, you can see through the murky blue veil your friends and allies trapped in there. Is Arden still in that yeah. same area? Yeah, where's well? yeah, where's Arden's body at the moment? He'll be is outside of it. He over there? Okay. Arden's body lies just over the other side. And you can see him lying on the floor, armless. As Delnak rises, he is still 30 feet up in the air. He's used his action. He's not going to use a bonus action. So that then brings us to Alrod's turn. Bagram! I know you're not in here. Now so do I. Damn. But you can't get to him either. Fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, take Arden. Get the star. Get out. Why did you have to yell that? I was already going to do that. <laughs> Just shut up and go. <laughs> I'm hoping, because the oath bow is magical, that it like pierces whatever is going on. So I'm going to roll to attack Delnat. A nat. And then the second one is a... Uh, oh, shit. That's not as good. That's only a 21. Both hit. Both hit. Yeah, do they though? <laughs> <laughs> 19. And then the second one is 10. You watch as your arrows fly through the air. And as it does so, you watch as his golden hand moves towards it, this smile on his face. And as he does so, you watch as the arrows continue all the way through, hit him in the chest, and he's just like, ah. Where did you get that? From your mama. Ah. And you watch as he strikes. He's lashing out towards you now. Did some damage. Oh, yeah, I'm about if, to die. If, so. if Halrod goes down, pick up that bow. You are trapped in the wall of force. I pull out my shield and I bash it against the wall. And you initiate your rage as your bonus action? Yep. And you stay put. It doesn't exactly help me, but oh well. All right. <laughs> that then brings us to Felix's turn. You watch as the wall of force moves around you. You hear Halrod bellow. And you also know for a fact that Beagram remains outside. What would you like to do? I'll just use my radiant sunbolt. <sighs> 17... Miss. Oh, shit. Or well, 19, 18, so it'd be 26 or a 25. Hit. Cool. Seven points of radiant damage. I have one last key point. I'm going to use for a stunning strike. He is going to roll a constitution saving throw. He will fail, but he will use a legendary action to succeed. Pause. <laughs> and that's me tapped. <laughs> so you watch then as you strike out towards him, this radiant sunbolt flares from what sun energy there is left in your person. You give it everything you've got. It hits him directly into the small of the back. It forces him to turn around and he says, I thought I wiped your kind from the planet too. <sighs> Not quite all of us. And I give him the finger and say, I only wish I was full strength. I, I, I know my, my mission, but I'm also going to try. I'm going to cast... Ash's hideous laughter and see if it goes through the shield. As you extend your hands outward, you watch as this energy and force moves from you, hits the wall of force and dissipates on its surface. Okay. Yep. That answered my question. So I'm just going to use my bonus action and my movement. Uh, I guess go up onto the roof around the side 
shortest path to Arden, knowing that basically I can't get into the wall and they can't get out. So using 45 feet of movement, you make your way over to Arden. He's lying in a pool of blood. And as you get there, you can see his entire body. There is not a space on it that is not lacerated. You can see as well that he has a open wound on the socket of his arm that seems to have torn and stretched. And you can see part of his, his arm bone just sitting out there snapped at a weird angle. Uh, you can see that his hair that seems to usually be matted off to one side is just clumped off with blood. And you can see he's got a massive scar across one of his cheeks. And I see if there's any life left in him at all. Roll a medicine check. Uh, three. Oh, no. I don't know people. <laughs> As you lean down and check his pulse, you can't feel one. You don't know whether that means he's dead okay. or you can't find it. All right. That's basically my that's my movement bonus and action. So okay. got fifteen feet of movement left if you wanted to lift him up and yeah. move him. You can move him half your movement, which is left, which is two squares. Which I don't know where I would drag him. Cadmia's to the west. Yep. The temple is to the southeast. And the abandoned ruins and the farm that you just recently found is north. Yeah, I'm going to kind of take him towards the town center a bit more, see if I can find a few more survivors and that sort of thing. As I... All right, so with Arden, you track 10 foot to the southeast with yep. the intention of moving back towards the Under- Mardol Sanctuary. Yeah, and the Undercliff common areas. Okay. Bengal's turn. I am actually Ooh. going to throw my longbow in my hand, but I'm actually going to pull out my longsword, and I'm going to throw it at him. Seeing if I can land on it. Roll an attack with disadvantage because this weapon was not meant to be thrown. Three. All right, you watch as the long sword, you heft it behind your head with both hands on the handle, and as you throw it forward, it goes end over end over end. As it hits Delnak, you watch as it stabs him directly in the shoulder. He looks down, and you watch as he takes it out and drops it to the floor. As it does, it clatters. It doesn't appear to have done any damage. It was a nice idea, but it didn't work. Go and grab my sword again. You pick it up off the ground and you grab it. As you do, you feel the cold snap back to your hand. And would I be able to run and get onto here? On top of where um, Felix is hiding. You can get to the edge there of the corner and that's where your movement ends. That's where I'm going to stay. I've got an idea. If I survive. You begin standing there. And as you do, you watch as Delnak charges this green bolt in his hands, extends it forward, and as he does so, Alrod, you watch this green energy move directly to you. You need to roll a dexterity saving throw with Ooh, advantage. I have advantage! I got a nat 20. You resist as best that you can, and you watch as Azulu's armor takes a lot of this arcane damage as it moves across its form, dissipating a lot of it. As it does so, you feel this pressure, and Delnak looks to you and says, I will not have you arise again, dwarf, and he pushes forward, and as he does, you feel a crack, and as it cracks, you watch as it hits your torso, you feel it burn in your chest, you feel it slowly seeping its way into the cavity of your chest, and you watch as it cracks through the outside of your body and hits the wall on the other side. You are pinned, and as you do, you drop to your knees. You take 16 points of damage, necrotic damage. Halved from 32. And you look down to see a gaping wound in your chest. Are you still up? No, I'm down. 
And you watch then as Halrod slumps to his knees, looking up. And you watch and look at Delnak as he says to you, Now, perhaps you'll learn to shut that smart mouth of yours, dwarf. He will use his movement to go another 30 feet up in the air. How, how tall is his um, horse field thing? 60 feet up. Oh, is it? Wow. So he's up the top of it now. It's huge. Alrod's turn. You need to roll a death save, please. 10. So that's one success. Felix's turn. I am going to use feline agility. I'm going to try and jump to see if I can reach him. Just grapple him. If I can't reach him... On the way down with my slow fall, I'm going to approach 30 feet, punch at him. Okay, I'll get you to roll an athletics check to see if you can reach him. Seven. So as you begin to jump, you watch, you start to fall from the top of your arc. And as you do so, you watch Delnak get smaller and smaller as you begin to fall to the floor. He watches you. And as he does so, he gives you a sarcastic wave with his golden hand. Do I get 30 feet with him though? Yes. So I'm going to throw two punches at him. Go for it. And nope. Okay, so as you do, you watch as the radiant light moves to the left and moves to the right of this creature, uh, Delnak the Outcast, and as it does so, he looks towards you with a smile. So you will touch down on the floor right underneath him. So I want to run to Halrod just to sort of drag him around that corner of that building. Twenty feet to get to Halrod, you begin running across the floor and from above you hear it's useless cat he's gone and you will join him soon can I use my bonus action to use my herbal 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 kit and use some medicinal herbs to try and stabilize him you can try and stabilize him with a medicine check yes 12 as you move this compacting uh, piece of herbal energy into him you sort of create this damp sort of plug and as you do you sort of shove it into the wound and as you look towards him you can see that he is definitely stable I pull him around to that corner so he's sort of out of sight and then I'll come back out and face off with Dalnak and I'll just say you'll pay for his death not as much as you hope for Bagram's turn uh, first thing, basically, I'm just going to see if I can go through any of Arden's pockets or anything like that just to see if I can find any health potion, greater restoration, cure wounds. You don't need to roll. Or potions or there is, he yeah. doesn't have anything on him. You do see spell books just aligning his entire yeah. form, like yeah. across his waist. But just don't help me, those yeah. ones. All right, well then, uh, was it movement, action, bonus action, have to 45. We're going to treat you as out of the initiative order now. So you, you take one final look, Beagram, with... Arden Fireman carry style over your shoulder. As you look around the corner, you see Felix standing arms wide open, looking up at Delnak, who's floating 60 feet above. You can see him stand in this boxer's stance and almost give him like the come on gesture. You see Bengor holding onto the side of a building, just pointing his sword up at Delnak, and you can see lying down lifeless on some of the crates there, the body of Alrod, the haunted. And you take off. This isn't the last time I'll see Delnak. Where are you heading? Basically towards the... There, right. Melnin? Melnin. 
that then brings us to Bengal's turn. I'm actually looking around. Can I see Howrod's bow anywhere? You can see it on the floor of where he fell. Could I actually get to it? From where you are? Yes. Yes, just. I'm going to go and get it. I'm going to pick it up. You need to be attuned to that one, or is that... Yeah. You pick it up. As you do, you see this green flare move through the golden filigree throughout the shaft of the bow. You pick it up, you can feel the essence of your brother through this. I'm going to say, I'll try one last time. Alrod, this is for you. I'm going to fire twice at him. That does hit. Roll your damage. Ten. One arrow flies into him. You watch as it disintegrates upon impact. The other one gets through, but because you're not attuned, I'll say it doesn't do as much damage as you thought. You watch as it comes through. He looks towards you and he goes, Ah, see, that was your brother's bow. It was his to use and wield, but I don't think it belonged to him and it doesn't certainly belong to you. You can't use it yet. If you were down on the ground, I could use swords on you. Well, it's a pity that I'm not. You watch as he charges his attacks. He'll drop until he's 30 feet above you guys. And then as you guys are in that line, he will attack you both with his beam attack. So, from both of you, I need a dexterity saving throw, please. Success. Success. You both take half damage, which is 20 points of necrotic damage. As this lightning bolt beams through you, as you feel this energy emanate from your chest, Bengor, it hits you in the shoulder, and as it does so, you duck straight down, having it chipped off part of your armor. Felix, it's gone directly through your stomach. As you sit there, lying on the floor, you watch then as your eyes flitter in and out of consciousness. Is there anything you two would like to say? I give one last thought to Key, Arod, my family, Milo, Bayram. As you're thinking of these people, you're brought back to your childhood. You remember running through the dunes of Iskaros with your family, your brother by your side, chasing butterflies. You feel the warmth on your shoulders. He watches, he catches it, and as he does so, you move towards him, and as he's about to crush it, you beg him not to. And he looks to you and he says, You're so kind, Felix. And he watches, he opens his hands, and the butterfly flies away. You remember meeting Key as he stumbled into your Iskaros pride. You caught him stealing. Instead of dobbing him in, you gave him your dinner. He ate it feverishly. And as he did so, he stood up and looked at you and told you his name. He said, I'm Jonah. Don't have any regrets. But I will take one last look at Dunlack and say, 
You won't win. You fall to the earth. You watch as your body is the stone. Bengal. I'm on six. Oh boy. <laughs> so you wearily hit the side of the barn. Which is Delnak looks towards you and says, You're very tough. Too tough for your own good. Seems you chose the wrong side. Didn't choose a side. Chose to find my brother. Halrod's turn. You are stable. Felix's turn. Roll a death save. Come on, Felix. Fail. First failure. His blood pooling across the street. Bagram, you run through the night. Trying your best to hear the voices of Melnon as you go. Uh, I also send a message to him as well and say, hey, where are you? Uh, I have Arden. It's only me left. You hear a voice in your head back that says, I'm with Vera. We're at Mardol's sanctuary. I've managed to stabilize her for now, but it's... Arden's going to need the same. <sighs> you just hear a sigh. You continue right. anyway. Bengal's turn. Can I do a medicine check on Felix to stabilize him? 19. As you move your hand over him, you do staunch the wound as best you can. You're just holding pressure on it, but he's bleeding out. You can see as well that Delnak begins to slowly make his way down. We get to his turn. From his position, he looks towards you and says, It's useless. And you watch as he clicks his fingers and Felix catches on fire. You take two death saves. Your hand on top of his body. As you take it off and step back, the fire dissipates. Felix's body, charred, beyond repair. You watch as he looks to you and says, Now, you can watch me do the same to your brother. Hope it was worth finding him. Alrod's turn, who is stable. That brings us to... You begin running, ba uh, Bagram. As you do, you can see the large temple in the distance, part of it being completely burnt away, its roof caved in. You wheel your way around the fence line and run as fast as you can. Arden's weight underneath you now, your strength not being your best attribute as you sort of stumble your way forward, being as injured as you are. You get to the gate and as you do, you can see two members of the militia that seem to have survived begin running towards you. Take Arden off of your person and they start helping you carry him in. Take him in here. We have some things that may be able to help. And you do so. At that, it brings us to Bengal's turn. I am going to unsheath my swords. I'm going to chuck them to the side. I'm going to take my bow. I'm going to chuck it to the side. I'm going to say, it's obviously too useless to face you down there. There's nothing else I can do. If you're going to finish this, finish this. If not, leave. I have made you lose everything. Yes, yeah. What greater pain would there be 
than to let you live with this. Hand me the bow. No use to me. Pick up the bow and hold it out to him. He takes it. You watch him sling it over his shoulder with his golden arm. You watch as he turns, rises into the air. You watch as the wall dissipates. As he does, you watch as he begins to float. And as he does so, he looks towards Halrod. And he says, oh, I've forgotten something. And you watch as he casts arcane hand above Halrod's body and pushes him into the floor. Well over 20. As it blasts you into the floor, as you begin to leave, you look over your shoulder. You see Delnak's hand charge. Roll a death save for me, please, Halrod. 11. Success. Bagram, you begin moving Arden and the two civilians into the temple. And as you do, there's like sheets laid out and you can see Vera there. You can see a lot of bandages and natural herbs on on her neck. You see Melnon come in. He's severely injured as well. And he looks to you and says, lay him down. Holy fuck. Where's his arm? Uh, it's... You lay him down. You see him and uh, one of the militia seem to be medically inclined begin to work on Arden. Bengor, are you continuing to move away? Yes. Delnak's turn, he will use the hand to crush you. You lose two death saves. As you walk away, Bengor, you're hearing the bones of your brother crush underneath this weight. You hear Delnak laughing. As you hear that, spiked with fury and rage, you look over your shoulder and you can see he is looking at you to make sure that you're continuing to walk away. It's at that point, as he takes his last look towards you and you watch the entire house that Halrod is sitting in front of emulate in flame. You watch as this burning fire moves across your body, Halrod. Bengal, you watch as Delnok seems to disappear into the distance as you walk towards the sanctuary. Slowly, you begin making your way towards the temple. As you get there, you can see on the floor people moving over Arden's body as best that he can. And Beagram, you are surprised the most as those doors open to a weary dwarf with red hair pushing open two wooden doors and entering to find you, Arden and Melnon and two other civilians. Bangor, you made it. I shouldn't have. What, what about the other two? He shakes his head. All right. Um, we need, he needs help. I, I don't care what else you're doing. Bangor, come over here. Grab a seat. I don't want help. You're going to get help. I don't want help. Leave me. You nod as you leave him to his own. You watch as he makes his way out to the back. Just before he leaves, I say, Bangor, 
you're part of the Odyssey now. You've got a whole Odyssey of brothers. And this whole this whole group is not going to fill that void that your brothers left, but we are all here for you. Take the time you need. Just remember, we are all here. I need to get stronger. I want to kill Dalnek. He took everything from me. I'll be by your side. For now, I need to go. I need to collect my thoughts. I would just let him go. You let him go and you, Bayagrim, continue to give medical aid to those that require it. You take a moment to look at the puzzle, the one that had plagued you for so long, silent, now, dormant. There's still an element of fear that hits you when you look at it. But it's gone. It's finally gone. Despite the tragic losses, you exhale. We cut away from Mardol's sanctuary. As we do, we cut to Halrod. The sun shines on your face. The breeze blows your beard, your now long hair. You begin walking through an empty field of wheat. You're closer now to the hut on the hill. As you begin walking forward, you can see coming out of the doorway a woman in a long white flowing dress. She's carrying laundry. She flips a sheet over the line. As you get to the front gate, you open it. As you look at her, you can see a familiar face. Elmra turns to you. I've been waiting for you. Welcome home. She holds your hand, walks you down the path, and you both enter your household home. The door closes. That's it for this week's episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. Guys, we'd like to thank you for joining us on this journey so far, but this is only the halfway point. There's plenty more of Season 2 to go, and you guys can listen to the adventures of the Crown Killers and the Forgotten Four in the weeks to come. I'd like to give a really massive thank you to the Wild Fury crew, especially Dave and Adam, who play Halrod and Felix. The performance you guys have given is second to none, and I really, really have enjoyed playing Dungeons & Dragons with you and experiencing this valiant odyssey with some friends. Guys, if you would like to catch up with the cast at any point or the Dungeon Master of Valiant Odyssey, which is me, you can catch me at Discord and also regularly on Instagram. If you follow the show notes below, you'll be able to find those links there. Guys, we can't wait to release the very next episode of the story. It helps so much if you can like subscribe, five-star review us on Apple Podcasts, give us that five stars on Spotify. Word of mouth goes so far, and we're telling these stories for our own enjoyment, but also to share the love of Dungeons & Dragons with the greater community. It's been Valiant so far, and it's only going to get better. Thank you again, and be Valiant.